going on, America? Uh, I am Will Marsh, your host of The Way We See It with Will and Luke. Luke is, uh, he is out doing some stuff right now, um, and he is going to be joining us in just a little while on this episode. But in the meantime, um, we have a very, very special guest for our topic of conversation this evening. Today is Sunday, uh, the 9th of May, um, and we have been privileged to be blessed with Catherine Whiteford here, uh, the chairwoman of the Federation of uh, a lot of syllables there. Federation of Young Republicans. Thank you for joining us, Catherine. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. So um, I, I know that we're. Um, so I know we've kind of been talking back and forth for a, a little while about doing this interview, and like we were just I mentioned in before we hit record a few moments ago. You know, you have been so busy going all around the state, doing all kinds. I mean, I see you on Facebook um, everywhere in probably a different county every day. But while we were blessed to have you this evening, I wanted to kind of hear a little bit. I, I know that people, you know, see you on the news sometimes, see you, you know, in the paper. But what is it that you do? And, I mean, I, I want to know about that work. Yeah, absolutely. So I am the state chair for the North Carolina Federation of Young Republicans. I'm not the national chair. I'm not quite there yet. Um, but before that, I was the national committee woman on the board, so I have served on the board in previous positions as well, and so my position as state chair is basically a unpaid, glorified administrator um, who does a lot of stuff with organizing people. Um, really I mean, <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's a, it's a lot of work, I'm not going to lie. It, it's definitely a somewhat thankless job just because you are having to do a lot of administrative stuff on the back end that no one really sees. Um, but it's also a lot of fun too because you get to meet so many people from all over the state. Um, just because if you really want to make something out of a position, you can make it a, a big thing. And so before I was state chair, there was only eight chapters across the state for young Republicans and half of those didn't really meet or do anything. and. I think there was like maybe 10 or 20 of the account, 100 counties in North Carolina that were associated with a chapter at that point in time. Um, but over the past two years of me organizing people and going across the state, um, we now have 30 chapters across the state and they are associated. We have 30 chapters now. 30? So you went from like four to 30? So we had eight chapters, now we have 30. Oh, yeah, that's that's huge. I mean, yeah. you, you really must be traveling. Gosh. Yeah. Uh, so I, I assume that, um, I mean, you're, I mean, that, that just numbers-wise, I'm trying to wrap my head around that. That's that's big. So, I mean, how much time do you spend on the road now? Because, I mean, I mean, North Carolina is a very long state for those 100 counties. Yeah. So um, over the past couple of weeks, I haven't spent as much time going across the state just because I was celebrating Orthodox Holy Week. So I was with my family in Texas, and uh, and that is about six hours a day of being in church. So <laughs> that's a marathon of itself. Um, but before, I mean, not just in church, probably wearing a mask in church, which makes it even more hot. Oh, uh, well, so my dad is the priest um, over in Texas, and he doesn't believe in masks, really, so the church, nobody is wearing masks. There's like a couple of people that wear masks in his church, but he doesn't require masks in their church, and also their church is in Texas, so they don't have a mask mandate anymore, 
Good for them. You know, it's funny how scared people still are of that. I was in Harris Teeter earlier today, and you know, what was it, two or three Fridays ago now, Governor Cooper rescinded the mask order in North Carolina, and I was the only person in Harris Teeter not wearing a mask. I, 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 I don't know. I just people. It, I know people did it out of obligation before, but really, I, I believe so many people did it out of fear. But no, I, I appreciate that, and I didn't mean to interrupt. I'm sorry. No, like honestly, I don't know where I was at, but I missed when he rescinded the mask mandate. <laughs> like until just now, I didn't even realize that we had done that. So um, that's hilarious. But um, but yeah, I mean, in Texas, I was at the mall, and 50% of the people in the mall weren't wearing masks. And that was refreshing to see. Honestly, I was like, wait, is this real life right now? This is so normal, and everyone's acting so normal. Carolina, like, and, and, and that's the thing. Yeah, I mean, people live in fear about it, but, like, I don't know. I mean, is there still a federal mandate on it? I don't know what Biden said, but I assume if, like, the, the Democratic governor of North Carolina has rescinded it, he's probably, like, following in line with, like, Better, right? I mean, I don't know. Again, you're more politically involved, so there's all kinds of things we can talk about there. Yeah, I mean, again, I'm not actually, I don't pay as much attention outside of North Carolina on things. I'm sure Joe Biden wants us to be masked until the end time, so I'm, I'm sure that he has something going on. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I, eventually I would like to see us not wearing masks. And I, I mean, I'm not a COVID denier or anything, but I had COVID. And it bare. I, I mean, I lost my taste and smell during Thanksgiving, which sucked. Oh, but that's aside, the worst time. Yeah, it was the worst time. But I mean, but aside from that, I mean, I haven't gotten it since then. And honestly, if you are being safe, and I mean, especially now after most people have been vaccinated, I mean, why are we still, why are we still hurting small businesses and just businesses in general by yeah. continuing with this? That's a, that's a great point. You know, every doctor I've ever talked to since this came about has told me that if it was up to them, we wouldn't wear masks at all. This is coming from physicians because every, again, every conversation I've been in, they tell me that the best thing we could do is overexpose ourselves to germs. And the analogy I've been given over and over again is that, you know, kids that grow up out, you know, in the woods and on farms, swimming in cow ponds and eating dirt, you know, after their childhood, they don't get sick a lot because they've been exposed to germs, and so you build up the body's natural immunity. And we're not allowing ourselves to do that by cleaning everything and keeping masks on. And as a result, people are only going to get more sick because their immunity is weaker versus not really because of COVID itself. Yeah. Oh, so, I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to get up on a tangent about that. It's been building up since December of 2019. <laughs> so. I, know, I mean, it's... At, at first, I think that everyone was on board, but we're at this point where it's just, if you're sick, stay home. If you are an elderly person, wear a mask if you're worried about it, and get vaccinated. Yeah. So, and how is this affected? I mean, we were just talking about the numbers of your organization from where it was kind of when you got involved to where you've been able to grow it to in recent times, which, again, is impressive because of this COVID-19 sidebar we've been going on here. But how has that affected y'all's growth, y'all's fundraising, as, as well as y'all's activism, which I guess is the most important part? Yeah, so we actually have, I can, and, and let's see, I think we've, um, this is probably not an accurate number, but we've chartered around six clubs within COVID. Really? So, yeah, and it's actually, there were two chapters that we chartered at the beginning of COVID, too. I mean, it, it never really stopped our growth when it comes to chapters. 
I think for a lot of educated how dedicated the Republicans are. And actually, just as we were talking about this tonight, I wore my, you know, my uh, American flag suit because I thought it was most appropriate. But yeah, absolutely. Let's give these counties shout outs. I mean, so these people who got together during COVID and made it happen, uh, where are these guys located? Yeah, so one of the chapters that chartered during COVID more recently is the Piedmont Crossroads Young Republicans. So that would be Iredell and Alexander counties. And that chapter is really just just blown out of the water. They're, they have a lot of members and they're growing every single meeting they've had. Um, we have started three new chapters in the eastern part of the state, which I'm really excited about. Um, they all started at the same time. So we went from having not really much in the northeast to now having almost, I mean, a good portion of it chartered. So we have the Coastal Plains Young Republicans, which has Wayne, Green, Lenore, and Pitt counties. And we also have the... We we have a lot of viewers on this show and podcast and in our social media base that are kind of in that eastern North Carolina Mm -hmm. between Raleigh and the beach. So um, I know uh, you got one started up in Johnson County. I think I was there for that inception meeting. But... um, but you're so y- y'all continue to go out from Pitt and that way. Do you have one at the beach by any chance? Yeah, so we have the Lower Cape Fear Young Republicans, which that one has Brunswick, Pender, and New Hanover County. So that one's a three county chapter. And they've been they've actually been around for quite some time. They've been for a very consistent chapter. Um, and then the other two chapters that we just started, um, we have the Albemarle Young Republicans, so the Outer Banks. So it's like a couple of the finger counties, um, I think it's Pasquotank, Perquimans, um, Camden, and Dare, I think, are the, or Currituck. It's one of the, I don't have the list in front of me, but it's over there in the far east. Um, and then the other one that we have, oh my gosh, why am I blanking right now? Interbanks, Young Republicans. Um, and so that one would be Beaufort, Washington, I think Tyrrell and Hyde counties. So. So, where, no matter where you live in this state, when y'all go to the beach, you go on vacation, y'all still got a place you can go to a meeting. Absolutely, yeah. So, we have chapters from the Crystal Coast all the way up to the Smoky Mountains. And actually, wow. now further, the Outer Banks. Yeah, we were just talking about how long of a state North Carolina is. That's a lot of territory. I mean, that's like your own army. <laughs> yeah, and so, yeah, we now have over 500 members across the state. Um, and the chapters that we do have are associated with around 70 of the 100 counties. So we went from maybe 15, 20 counties that were associated. Now we have almost a, a little over 70. So trying to get the rest of those counties in, and then we'll have the entire map complete. Wow. You know, one thing I've always heard in, in sales and business is there's a saying that is, if you can't measure it, then you can't manage it. And you really are able to measure this well. You know your numbers, and you have that down pat, um, which which is impressive. And I mean, it, it sounds like y'all are in great hands. So with with COVID starting to release, with all this organization, um, I assume y'all are going to be having more events. I mean, so what in the coming year? What what do people have to look forward? Who are listening to this, or who want to get involved? Um, what are some of the things that are upcoming that people could get involved in now that you're organizing and that COVID is being lifted. Yeah, so before I get into that, I did want to just quickly mention that last year, because you did ask me, like, how, how did we do during COVID? Um, we yeah. actually organized over 1.1 million voter contacts um, wow. for well, Republicans. Door knocking, are you doing telephones? That was with phone calls and door knocking and voter registration. So that number includes all of those. 
But we did over 1.1 million voter contacts, which made up a tenth of what the GOP in North Carolina did as an entire state. Um, so we were really proud of that. And, you know, we focused on 10 races across the state and eight of those we won, two of which were um, state legislative seats that were Democrat that we flipped to Republican. And one of those was in Wilmington and the other one was over in the mountains. So very excited about that. But to answer your question, um, we actually have two exciting events. Um, we won it's coming up next month, so June 12th, in, uh, that's a Saturday, in Cabarrus County in Midland. We are actually doing a co-hosted fundraising event slash rally um, with Congressman Madison Cawthorn. So that will be over, um, over there at the Crutchfield Farm. So if you're interested in going, there's only 200 spots to go. So if you're interested, it's only $25 to get in, which is pretty reasonable. It's going to be, yeah. it's gonna be outdoors. Yeah, it'll be outdoors. It'll be a lot of fun. Um, if you want to come to the VIP, that's a hundred bucks. But if you want to just come out and meet him, it's twenty-five bucks, which I think is a fiscally conservative price. Um, yeah. and we're gonna have a lot of fun at the same time. Um, the other thing that we have coming up is our state young Republican convention. Um, so that will be July tenth in Mooresville. So it'll be over by Lake Norman. It'll be a lot of fun. Um, it's going to be. Because I always get that confused with the one near Raleigh because they're they, they're almost like the same name. Oh, I'm sorry. Mooresville. Oh yeah, yeah. I I used to make that uh, make that mistake too. But yeah, Mooresville, which is Iredell County, um, is where this will be. So that'll be July 10th. I think we'll have a reception the night before. Um, but it'll be a lot of fun. We, I think, already have the Speaker uh, speaker of the House and also the, the Speaker Pro Tem, uh, Senator Berger, confirmed. Uh, I believe we also have Patrick McHenry coming as well, so it should be a lot of fun. And it's our first in-person state convention since before COVID. So when I got elected in 2019, that was our last in-person state convention. Um, last year, we had to do ours um, virtually, which was unfortunate, but we were in the thick of it, and every single venue that we wanted to do it at was canceling on us, so we just had to do it virtual. But this year, though, we will do it in person, which I'm really excited about. So that will begin July 10th, and um, we are going to be posting some uh, information about that in the coming days. Um, and then, you know, if you're interested in the national level of things, um, the National Young Republican Convention is July 21st through 25th, um, and that will be in Indianapolis. So we actually send a delegation of North Carolina YRs to our national convention, and we have about 30 people to send. So if somebody's interested in going and you're between 18 and 40 in our state, um, just let me know and reach out to our page, ncyoungrepublicans.com. That, that would be really, yeah, I mean, that... That sounds fun, and especially you're talking about the reception the night before, so everybody can get together. Um, and like you said, the prices are good, so, and and they can all go to Indianapolis, like you were saying. Y'all are Turner. It's like a bus. Everybody's going to go on, or y'all going up together? You said. So we haven't decided that just because there's some people who I think will want to pay their own way and may not want to be in a bus with a bunch of people for 10 hours. Yeah. So we're still trying to determine how we want to do that, but we want to make it as financially feasible for as many people because, I mean, it is kind of expensive to be um, going up there with registration costs and all that. So um, we've, we're going to be raising money in order to help people that legitimately want to go and want to be involved but may not be able to afford it. So. Um, that's what our fundraiser um, with Cawthorn um, will help towards. And then if anybody just wants to help donate to us, um, we do a lot for the Republican Party with electing Republicans. So this is a way to be able to give back to us and be able to let us participate with other young Republicans across the state and the nation.
Wow, I couldn't agree more. Um, and it's very well put. Thank you for sharing that. Um, I mean, both of those sound like really fun events, and I, I look forward to it. Um, I think you said a moment ago, Trapper, and if people wanted to get up to you guys, you named your Facebook page, but if you can kind of let us know real quick the rundown. And I mean, for anybody listening to this who you know would want to get involved or reach out to you guys, depending upon where they are, um, what's y'all's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, website? Uh, give us all that. Absolutely. So I think that I didn't preface this by saying who can even be a young Republican earlier, but if you're a registered Republican between the ages of 18 and 40, you are eligible to be a young Republican. So some of you people that are on the older end might think, oh, I'm not a young Republican, but you probably are. Um, so you can be involved and we love to have you. Um, so, no. <laughs> no, no. Well, and actually you can be a YR up until the day you turn 41. So just, you know, for those people that are just grasping on their youth here. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so you can get a hold of us. Um, all of our social media handles are the same. So it's at, at, at NCMGOP, like had an aneurysm just now, at NCMGOP. Um, and, uh, yeah, and our Facebook page is this North Carolina Federation of Young Republicans, but I think you can look it up by at NCMGOP. And, uh, and then our website is super easy, ncyoungrepublicans.com. So you can reach out to us on our website. And our website actually has all of our chapters listed, um, and we have a full map of where they're at. So if you're interested in getting involved, all of that's very easy and accessible for you to look at and find. Very good. Ladies and gentlemen, y'all have heard it from her herself, um, Catherine Whiteford. Um, thank you for joining us tonight. This is this has been informative to me and I've been around the party for a while and so I'm excited for um, I'm excited for you guys and for what y'all have going on and hope we can continue to help recruit for it because I believe in it just like I know you do. So again, thank you for being here tonight. We really appreciate it. Awesome, appreciate you. Yep, guys, uh, this has been another episode of the way we see it. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Uh, follow us on YouTube. Like and subscribe. See you later, America.